Well, good morning. It is good to see all of you out this morning. We are glad that you're here with us. Our lesson for this morning is kind of centered around some of the things that, that maybe we've been thinking more of in the, the month of November than, than we usually do. It is convenient for us to get caught up in the holidays. And, and maybe this is one of you, maybe it's not. But I know I've got some friends that have already put up some Christmas trees and have already begun decorating and things of that nature. And certainly we're, we're preparing for, for Christmas and we know that it's a, a wonderful time. It's a time of the year that, that, that people are, are kinder to one another. And that's always a, a good thing. We get caught up in, in certain holidays and especially when it comes to Christmas and New Year's and, and nothing wrong with, with either of those. But the one holiday that should be the most important to us, I believe, is maybe the one that is, is often neglected. Maybe you have seen as I have on social media, uh, there is a, a picture that somebody had, had drawn and and it was a picture of, of three cars, three lanes on a road. And there was a witch in one of them, a turkey in one of them, and Santa Claus in another. And Santa Claus is swerving over and cutting into the other lanes. And, and we think of, of going to Walmart maybe, and, and maybe you've noticed as I have, there, there was at, at one time there was an aisle of, of Halloween stuff and an aisle of Christmas. And we don't think a lot about Thanksgiving sometimes. But we need to be thankful, don't we? And whenever we have a holiday such as, as Thanksgiving, it is a reminder for us to be appreciative. Not just to others for who they are and, and what they accomplish in our own lives, what they encourage within us and, and good friends, family, but it's also a time for us to be appreciative to God for everything that He has done for us. And that's something that we need to pay close attention to. Not just when Thanksgiving rolls around. But it's something that, that we should do more often than that. It's something that we should do every day. And that's what this lesson is about. It's about being thankful not just today, not just tomorrow or next week, not just when the Thanksgiving holiday rolls around. But we need to be thankful past Thanksgiving, past Christmas, past New Year's, and into the next year. We need to be thankful always. And I think with the society that we have, uh, just the, the way that times have changed. That we in some ways have forgotten to be thankful. So our lesson objectives for this morning are very simple. First of all, of all to appreciate the things that we should be thankful for. And secondly, to learn how our thankful attitude can be expressed to God. What we should be thankful for every day. 
as we look at what we should be thankful for each and every day of our lives, I, I've just gone through a, a list. I've kind of brainstormed and, and come up with some things that we should be thankful for. Sometimes we, we forget. We have different types of blessings. And the first of all, uh, we have blessings that, that are of a physical nature. Uh, material blessings. And as we look at our physical and material blessings, there are certain things that come to mind. First of all, our basic needs. There are three things that we need in life. Food, shelter, and clothing. Food you can do without for a little while, but not forever. Shelter you can do without for a while, but eventually extreme weather will, will force one to, to seek shelter. It is a need. We need clothing, not just to cover us, but, but to protect us from the elements. And, and maybe you, as, as we have, uh, maybe you've gone through your closets recently and maybe changed out some clothing to better fit the weather that we are experiencing in the last two or three weeks. Those are our basic needs. And we should be thankful for not only being supplied with such needs, but with the way that the, these needs are supplied to us. Brother Joe was talking about this morning about the greatness of America. And sometimes we, we forget about the greatness of the country that we live in and how abundantly our needs are supplied. We do have it very well where we live, especially in comparison to the way that those in other countries live. We have it very well. The media may tell us different, but when we look around us, we see the abundance of blessings here in this nation. The greatest of our blessings is the freedom of religion, maybe. But when we look at, at physical and material blessings, we are very, very blessed. So back to those basic needs for a moment. The variety of foods that we eat from different backgrounds and cultures. We might have had a hard time in the wilderness with Israel whenever they they had to eat manna nonstop and quail. They got tired of those things, didn't they? For us, we, we can go to the grocery store and, and we can pick out whatever types of foods that we want. We can, can pick out even things from other countries that have been brought over for us to enjoy. The very fact that, that the food that we have is, is so plentiful In the model prayer, Jesus said, Matthew 6, verse 11, Give us this day our daily bread. And we should pray for the provision of our daily needs. But we also should recognize that we've been supplied with well beyond what we need. And a lot of times we've been supplied with what we want. 
God has supplied us with the ability to think beyond our, our daily supply of nourishment to even plan ahead. You can go to the grocery store, you can plan out for two or three weeks if you want to. Because of the abundance of the things that we have. He has given us the wealth to purchase these items. We are given well beyond our need. And this is something we should appreciate. How about the homes that we live in? We have electricity, heat and air, running water. Things that, that again, we often take for granted. Our homes are, are normally well furnished and well suited for our needs, whatever those may be. Technology supplies many blessings to us as well. And even being able to come here today and to meet in a nice warm church building, that's a blessing also. The type of clothing that is provided for us. Now some type of clothing is a little more expensive. Sometimes we buy more for comfort. And sometimes a, a little, bit, little bit of both. I'm reminded of in Scripture, Jesus' disciples were told not to carry extra clothing, but to rely on God for their needs. Matthew 10, verse 9, Provide neither gold, nor silver, nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs. For a worker is worthy of his food. And the idea was that they were to rely on God to supply their needs as they traveled. Now, our needs are a little different today, and I'm not saying that we should go back and try to be like them. But we need to appreciate the blessing of what we have in our clothing. Things that God, again, has provided for us. And even beyond physical and material blessings, we have many spiritual blessings that we are given as well. The greatest spiritual blessing, I believe, is salvation. Salvation from our sins. Without which, other spiritual blessings would be worthless. We recognize God's love, Christ's love, to offer us such salvation. John 3, beginning with verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Jesus, preparing His disciples for His departure, John 15, verse 13. Greater love has no man than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. He spoke those words. He knew the sacrifice that he was going to make on the cross. 
And as he said these words, I, I believe he, he had full knowledge of himself. What love he was going to exhibit by dying, by laying down his life for those of us that he calls friends. Jesus did not have to die for sinful man, but he chose to out of love for him. And likewise, God did not have to send his son, but he did because he loved us. Salvation is a great spiritual blessing, something that is provided through Christ. And we have other spiritual blessings as well, such as the privilege of worship, and particularly singing and prayer. Those are, are things that are afforded to us, ways in which we can, can commune with God through the sacrifice of Christ because of the forgiveness that, that is provided through His blood. And our worship is to be offered to God with thanksgiving in our heart. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into His courts with praise. Be thankful to Him and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and His truth endures to all generations. Psalm 100. A song that is attributed as a song of praise for the Lord's faithfulness to His people. A psalm of thanksgiving. It's a reminder that, that our worship, when we come to worship, that we are to come to worship with a thankful attitude, a grateful attitude for the things that God has given to us. It leads us into our next point, our expressions of thanksgiving. Our expressions of thanksgiving. There are different ways in which we can express our thanks to God. And first and foremost as we worship Him, and even outside of a worship service, we can still use these things to, to show our thanks to God for all that He has provided for us. One way of expressing our thanksgiving is, is through song. Paul, while speaking of the character of man, speaks of how the new man should express his thanksgivings to God in the form of song. Colossians chapter 3, beginning with verse 14. Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. 
And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Singing is edifying to those around us and is a way in which we teach and admonish one another. It's not just standing down here and teaching a Bible class or even standing where I am and presenting a sermon. It's not all about those things. As a matter of fact, I think sometimes we learn better from songs than we do from lessons, from preaching. But singing is a way for us to teach and admonish one another. And this is accomplished by the use of psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And we're reminded here also that whatever is done in word or deed is to be done to the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. This expression of the heart and song is to be offered with thanksgiving as a primary purpose. We need to do all of these things that we do in worship. And even going beyond worship. But we need to do all to the glory and honor of God. Hebrews 13 verses 10 through 16. Hebrews 13 beginning with verse 10. We have an altar from which those who serve the tabernacle have no right to eat. For the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin are burned outside the camp. Therefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate. Therefore let us go forth to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here we have no continuing city. But we seek the one to come. Therefore by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices God is well pleased. Singing is just as important as any other aspect of our worship and if we are thankful is an avenue by which we express our thanksgivings to God. In the words of Isaac Watts that those refuse to sing who never knew our God. But children of the heavenly King but children of the heavenly King may speak their joys abroad 
may speak their joys abroad. Singing is a wonderful way for us to express our thanksgivings to God. And I pray that we utilize it in, in the best way as often as possible. But there are other ways of expressing our thanksgiving to God such as prayer. Prayer is a way in which we express our thanks to Him. Prayer is a spiritual blessing and something only provided for the Christian. A man who was formerly blind, John chapter 9 verses 30 and 31, says the man answered and said to them, Why this is a why, this is a marvelous thing that you do not know where he is from. Yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. We know that those who are in tune with Christ we have this ability. We have this privilege to offer prayer unto God. Often in the Old Testament, God refused to hear the prayers of His own people while they were in rebellion against Him. For the Christian, however, prayer is a privilege and one that should be employed often with thanksgiving in our hearts. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Colossians 4, verses 2 and 3. Colossians 4, verse 2. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us, that God would open to us a door for the Word. Paul encouraged his followers, Christ's followers, to pray. And to pray with thanksgiving. And it wasn't just something that he taught them to do. It was something that he practiced. Paul's personal prayers were laced with gratitude. Expressing desire to visit Rome. In Romans 1 verse 8 he says, First I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all. That your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. To the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 1 verses 4 and 5. I thank my God always for you, or always concerning you, for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by Him in all utterance and all knowledge. To the Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians 2 and verse 13 for this reason we also thank God without ceasing. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, 
the Word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that you endure. And even Daniel, even when he was forbidden to pray, we read in Daniel 6 and verse 10, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home, and in his upper room, with his windows open toward Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as was his custom since early days. We should pray and we should use our prayers to express our thanks to God. I wonder, I wonder this of myself just as much as anyone else. But I wonder how often when we pray unto God, how often do we just go to Him thanking Him for what He's given us? You know, most of the time when we pray, it's because we're in need in some way, isn't it? We're asking God to take care of us in some way. Maybe asking Him to forgive us, but how many times do we just offer a prayer of simple thanksgiving to God? All of our prayers should include thanksgiving of some sort. Sometimes maybe we should just express our thanks to Him for all that He has done for us. In order to properly express this attitude of gratitude to God, we must continually live with such gratitude in our hearts. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I don't believe that that's necessarily saying that everything that, that we do, that everywhere we go, that we need to be saying a prayer. But it's speaking of our attitude. We should constantly, constantly have an attitude of prayer. And in everything, give thanks. Colossians 3.17, we looked at this a moment ago. But whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Especially in our worship. But even as we go into life, I think this is a good example for us. That our lives should be offered as a sacrifice 
with gratitude in mind. Romans 12 and verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Thinking of the sacrifice made for us, the sacrifice of Christ, gave His own life on our behalf, so that we could have forgiveness of sins. Thinking of that sacrifice and how it was made for us, we are to present our own bodies as a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice unto God. Thankful for the sacrifice of His own Son for our sins. We have reasons to be thankful to God. And the way we live our lives each and every day is an expression of our thankfulness. Now, does a life of thanksgiving downplay the necessity of worship and song and prayer? Certainly it does not. Those things are important. Those are important expressions, conscious expressions of our thanksgiving to God. And those things are of importance. It's important that we gather on the first day of the week. It's important that we worship God when we have the opportunity. Because, again, it is an expression to Him of our thanksgiving for everything that He has done. Jesus has given His own life for us. Why would He expect any less? from us. And if we turn the tables a little bit, we also understand that song and prayer are not enough to express our thankfulness to God. They are important. It's important that we participate in those things and participate in worship But at the same time, even that sacrifice, it's not enough to ever repay what Christ has done for us. Now there's nothing that we can do to ever repay what Christ has done for us. And, and thankfully our salvation is not based on merit. But it's based on obedience. First of all, obedience to the gospel. When we obey the gospel, when we do those things that, that the disciples of the first century were told to do in order to become Christians, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When they were told that, they did that. They repented. They had confessed their faith in Christ. They were baptized for the remission of their sin. That was the way in which they entered into a life of service to God. They were also required to live faithfully, and so were we. 
And as we do that, as we live a life of faithfulness, our lives are an expression of our gratitude for everything that God has done for us. It's not something that we should take for granted. It's something that we should remember every day. And yet we have Thanksgiving and I do believe it is a good opportunity to be reminded of the blessings that God has bestowed upon us. And may we express our Thanksgiving to Him in our lives, in our worship, in our service, if you've not become a Christian and you're in need of, of responding to the Lord's invitation in obedience to the plan of salvation as it is given in the Bible and if you do need to respond then we would be glad to help you in that need if you have responded in that way maybe it is that you need to come back maybe you've wandered away Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you need to ask for forgiveness. Maybe you, you need help in some way. But we would be glad to assist you in any need that you may have. So give us that opportunity as together we stand and as we sing.